Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today, we're recapping Respawn, the finale of 30 Rock Season 5. In this episode, Liz attempts to escape the stressors of work life in the Hamptons before being fouled by Tracy's existence and penchant for emotional manipulation. Meanwhile, Jenna attempts to muzzle Paul, and not the way he likes. Jack uses Kenneth as a surrogate Avery, and the writers choose diapers over defeat. And Ina Garten is here. If you can't grow your own podcast, then Storebot is fine. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Stop right there. I know that people are feeling sorry for me because my wife was kidnapped by Kim Jong-il. I know. But I do not need your pity. And I am tired of hearing that tone of voice. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, I know what you're going through. I once kidnapped a woman. I know. Stop talking like that, Lemon. I'm trying to, but I'm kind of locked in, sweetie. The voice is controlling me now. Help me. Look, obviously. This has been difficult. I'm not sleeping. Last night I sat in front of the TV and ate an entire carton of foie gras. I can hardly drink my morning shower scotch. I miss Avery. It's the little things I miss most. On a day like this, we would go to Strawberry Fields in Central Park and kick hippies' hacky sacks into the bushes. Look, you need to reset and try to feel normal again. Normal? I don't know what normal is anymore. Normal is a woman and a woman getting married and having a child. What? Is me being a bummer helping you feel like your old self? Keep going. Bush is a war criminal. There's so much texting going on these days and no communicating. Carbon tax! Please leave! That's the spirit. What'd you think? <laughs> Three, two, one. What'd you think? I feel like I'm in a duel with Aaron Burr. Um, this was funny. I feel like... <laughs> Hamilton's in town. No, Nick hasn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Was that a reference to Hamilton? I'm just... like I've, I watched Dick, so I just know history. Uh, I thought this was funny. I... <laughs> I like Wait, the, what? I thought this was like an enjoyable comedy that invoked humor. No, it was nice to see Victor Garber. I do love him, and uh, he was in my restaurant once, and he is a very sweet and adorable. You tried to kill him. I did not attempt to kill him. I type one diabetes. He's pretty old to have type one diabetes. He was younger then. It was four years ago, <laughs> but very lovely. His husband was also there. He was hot. shooting a movie. Oh, so hot! And I was hot. just like, should we bang? <laughs> like, what are we gonna do here? Um, <laughs> and overall, I liked the, um, finale situation where they all end up in the park and Liddy's there and Jack is there and Liz is in her chain gang and the worst ADR in the history of the world. Was it bad? When the I baby, didn't know when he tries to make the baby talk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't even show the baby then. Just don't show the baby. Um, but it was still funny and a worthy conclusion to a solid season of 30 Rock. I know, and I was wrong. I told you I binged, and I was like, no, Chris is in the final episode, but he isn't. He's in the first episode of the next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told you that. I uh, did you? I you did. And it. you it's didn't... not like this is recorded. We're just sitting in a basement <laughs> talking to each other. You just don't um, believe me. The scene where she kicks up her voice and everyone's going, aw, aw. <laughs> All of Kenneth being Avery is fucking hilarious. And I went to a very uncomfortable dinner. Yes. I went, I went to, to a, a wonderful, wonderful dinner. dinner. <laughs> and then... Jack McBrayer dressing up as Jenna in the last episode, mm-hmm. one of the last episodes. He is so funny. 
I was watching some like clips of him on like Conan that weren't that funny, but he is one bizarre, weird, awesome dude. Yeah. The Tracy stuff is awful, but Tracy is super annoying. But the Kenneth stuff is so good. Oh, the Jenna and Paul stuff is disgusting. And when she makes the moany <laughs> sound at the end, I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, I do wonder how we got here from just like Jenna being an off kilter, not grounded, very delusional person to like a sex fiend. But I guess those are part and parcel, so it's not surprising. Well, I can't wait till we get to the description of whatever Paul is. <laughs> we'll unpack it when we get to it. But I do love how she was like, oh my gosh, no, he's not a cross dresser. He's a very specific subsection of human that I will describe to you now. Jenna, it's not and very wool. I do love the <laughs> dichotomy of the super scary wool mascot and then the actual lamb that's there. Um, that is just like, we use your brain to cure rabies. Oh, we got to give her a chance. We do do that. Also, rabies is terrifying. Is it? Yeah, if you don't cure it in a s- small span of time, like you die 100% every time. That's why if you get bit by something, you get the shot and then you don't die. Yeah, you need vaccines. Shot. See, that's four. <laughs> Julia has to get inoculated. She doesn't believe in science, I guess. <laughs> and the guy who comes to sit on them, which. I've and the chorus goes here. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously the wool man was very impressed by that. Their mascot is terrifying. And you get to wear, she gets to wear that blouse. It goes with her color. <laughs> um, and whoever blocked his eyebrows, I think it was Derek Barry, because it is not a good job. No. <clears throat> is that supposed to be part of the story, or are they just, like, insulting us? I don't know. Because the overlap between 30 Rock and Drag Race has got to be pretty big. It is well, in the this biggest room. insult is that the episode starts out with Dr. Spichemin. Oh. I don't like. I'm not a Spichemin apologist. He is bad, but he can be this funny. This was a particularly bad Spichemin. It was scene. rough. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the pants off situation. That was that was brutal. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> you, I'm not siding <laughs> with assailants. I'm just saying he has funny moments. Yeah. Can't think of one. Yeah. No. Y'all are haters. <laughs> what I mean, yes, what did I, I hate be, him. When did I become a fucking Spichemin? I don't know. Defender. chose this life. <laughs> I'm a spaceman. That's what his fans are called. So I'm, she's giving Liz a... He's looking in her mouth, and he's like, all right, now that that popsicle's melted, we've got ourselves a tongue depressor. Gold. All right. I want you to look at these cold sores. I get them when I'm stressed out. Oh, they're nothing to be ashamed of. I get them from prostitutes. Relatable content. I just had a couple hard months. Work has been crazy, and I went through a bad breakup, and then there was this plastic bag that represented my death. Sounds like you could use a little R&R. Rum and Ritalin. Ritalin fucked me up. Fuck Ritalin. That's all. Fuck it. She says, actually, I was hoping you'd just have an ointment for my mouth. Oh, my bad. Gross. Did so we just switch roles? is right. Well, I could only wait so long. <laughs> ointment and moist are, like, the least favorite words. So. Yeah. Mine's smegma. Comes up a lot. Yeah. Comes up a lot because hey. I'm dealing with the stress thing. Over the break, I'm renting a cottage out in the Hamptons. There's just four things I want to do this summer. Be outdoors, wear shapeless clothing, do some mindless activity like gardening, and learn Spanish. She remembered a third and fourth ring, which is like very different from her list last week. There are four things I want to do this summer, but they're roommates, so it's tricky. All right, here's a prescription for your cold sores, and here's a blank one for the weekend. Now, one final thing. Why aren't you wearing pants? The other doctor told me to take them off. The other doc. Oh, that's my brother Randy. Tomorrow he's going to jail for the rest of his life. Good one, Randy. Hey, you want to go to Taco Bell for lunch? Put it out. 
off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough. Hey. Stop right there. I know people are feeling sorry for me because my wife was kidnapped. I know. <laughs> you didn't even let me finish. You were so eager. But I do not need your pity. And I'm tired of hearing that tone of voice. <laughs> and then we flash back to Jenna in the elevator. Hey. What's hey, buddy? Hey, this is the janitor. Subas, right? This is not Subas. No, oh. this is the white one. Oh. Uh, hey, I know what you're going through. I once kidnapped a woman. The surprising thing is that he kidnapped a woman because he's very into Kenneth and like young men. I know. Stop talking like that, Lemon. <laughs> I'm trying to, but it's kind of locked in, sweetie. This voice is controlling me now. Help me. Look, obviously this has been difficult. I'm not sleeping. Last night I sat in front of the TV and ate an entire carton of foie gras. Can hardly drink my morning shower scotch. I miss Avery. It's the little things I miss most. On a day like this, we would go to Strawberry Fields and Central Park and kick hippies' hacky sacks into the bushes. Look, you need to reset and try to feel normal again. Normal? I don't know what normal is anymore. Ugh, like, get a tumbler. <laughs> normal is a woman and a woman getting married and having a child. <laughs> the way she says that's so smug is just, like, <laughs> white activist all over. Um, what? Does me being a bummer help you feel like your old self? Keep going. Bush is a war criminal. True. There's so much texting going on these days and no communicating. Carbon tax. Please leave. That's the spirit. A. Well, I'm off. Have a good summer, Jenna. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I performed at halftime at the oh, Wall Bowl? Sorry. <laughs> it was on ESPN 34. You can't spell America with that. That's still my line. <laughs> it's all better in wool. A singer, everyone. Wooly, the wool mascot, everyone. <laughs> it's a terrifying nightmare situation <laughs> of cobbled together garments and lint. The sponsors are so happy with me, they're now naming the new celebrity face of wool. How exciting! Each year, my aunt sends me a wool sweater for Christmas. We get it on Alice, you're a sheep. Also, this is very lucrative. Paul and I can finally buy that timeshare in Bella Austin Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the things that you say. <laughs> Amsterdam's private sex garden. They have a genetically altered men there with minotaur heads that chase you through the brambles. Oh, Icarus. Okay, well, goodbye, my closest female friend. <laughs> Liz walks into the writer's room where they're all playing game, playing whatever game they're playing. Oh, my God, the season's over. Why are you losers still here? Final melee, Liz. It's the last game of the season, and no one wants to lose. You have no summer plans? Well, David Eggers and I are designing a new font. Ugh, shut up. Frank, you have a girlfriend. And Lynn's was, and Lynn wants me to give up video games because she thinks I need to grow up. How's this for grown up? Last night for dinner, I put milk in my Apple Jacks. What was he putting in them? Like soda? Ha! I distracted you and you died. Game over. Yeah, I shot myself with a bazooka at the ground to kill myself because Tuper had me cornered. Now I respawn, start over. So you're killing yourself rather than letting someone else win? That's why everyone has zero kills and we've been playing for 18 hours. I'm wearing a diaper like a baby would. Wow, I can't wait to get out of here. For three months, it's going to be glorious. Hi, neighbor. I'm Ina Garden. Mm. You know my husband Jeffrey is away and I'll have some bruschetta and white wine open. Why don't you come over? I'm alive! <laughs> All I have left is to pay the fine that I incurred for committing a hate crime against what the city is now claiming as a Jewish tree, and I'm free. Have a great summer. I'm not one for goodbye speeches, but I do feel... What's what are you doing? Don't look at me! 
<laughs> oh, God, he's pooping in the diaper. <laughs> so we've got our daddy bear, daddy bear, Eugene. Jenna, this is a great day for the Wool Council. Well, I'm very proud to be your new spokeswoman. You know, in the past, I was the face of Clinique, a French-Canadian anal rejuvenation clinic. <laughs> and I was the feet of FilthyLittleFeet.com. Yes, well, about that, Jenna. Wool is a wholesome fabric, which is why your contract includes a morality clause. You'll be required to conduct your personal life in a manner which is consistent with the values of this industry. Oh, of course. We're just a little worried about publicity like this. He passes her a newspaper that says... Hooray for Hollyweird, Jenna's four-legged love affair with the photo of Jenna walking Paul like a dog. No, Eugene, that's not just some guy I picked up at the dog bar. Paul and I are in a committed relationship. Is he a cross-dresser? No. Paul is a gender dysmorphic bigenitalia pansexual. <laughs> okay, so... Pan- gender dysmorphia means you're confused about what gender you are. Yeah, bigenitalia means that you have two sets of genitals. He either has, he's like intersex or... or two dicks. Two decks, which can happen. Or two badges. Which can also happen. Pansexual. It's just pansexual, but like Jenna being. <laughs> Jenna. Jenna, exactly. Yeah. I see. Well, maybe we should take a few days to think about this. You know, Victor Garber might be your best accent yet. Impression. <laughs> wow. It's because we fucked. <laughs> I wanted to fuck him. No, whenever men say that, I never see them again. You just need to meet Paul. Our relationship is everything that Wool is about love. <clears throat> Warmth, chafed skin. <laughs> oh, noble sheep, we eat your babies. We use your brain to fight off rabies. But the most beautiful gift you give us is war. All right, Jenna. I'd love to meet Paul. Let's say dinner tomorrow night at your place. I'll bring my wife. Excellent. I should warn you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Crack myself up. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nice, Mr. Burns. <clears throat> I should warn you, this had better be a very normal dinner. No hijinks, no farce. And not just for the sake of your relationship with the National Wool Council, but for the sake of my wife, whose parents were killed in front of her when an episode of Three Skip... Well, you know what? I'll let her tell the story, Jenner. Wool come, Jenna. <laughs> so now we're in Jack's apartment. Sherry, who was at the... Kenneth? What are you doing here? Well, I know your wife was kidnapped by some convenience store owners, and I'm real sorry about that. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't catch that while watching the episode. Yeah, I did, hardcore. They made fun of my people. Um, I'm not looking for pity. Pity? Oh, sir, back in Stone Mountain, people lose their spouses all the time. Mumps, hill people attacks, cave collapses, both business and residential. Continuing my list. Kenneth, what do you want? When someone needs help, you don't waste time feeling sorry for them. We help them. And you seem like you could use a little home-cooked meal. That is a great philosophy. People don't want pity. People don't want the, oh, well, some people do. They're trash. Ooh, that smells delicious. It's an old Parcel family recipe, but I like to replace the Union soldier meat with boiled potatoes. <laughs> I've been at this table since Avery's been gone. That was her chair. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, please sit. You two have similar shaped buttocks. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for this medicine. <laughs> Onion God, thank you for these onions. <laughs> Carrot God, thank you for these carrots. We do know that Alec Baldwin and his wife, Hilaria, had their seventh child yesterday and named it Ilaria, her fake name. They named it after her? Yeah. The same name. 
seven fucking children. Is it? Under does ten. It, yeah, does it I was going to say that's been in like the last minute. Spanish for old and women, lesson 12. Emergency, disaster approaching. <laughs> Desastre in a mente. Desastre in a mente. Four. Oh my God, Liz, it's Tracy <laughs> from work. It's my favorite fucking line. <laughs> what are you doing here? I just bought everything around this house. It's supposed to be a nice area, except for the new element everyone keeps talking about. Look, I got a long night of shooting guns in the air ahead of me. You mind if I take a nap here? Of course you're my neighbor. How I lost my Tracy accent. It's I think it's so good. It's not. Of course you're my neighbor. I wanted a normal summer, and chaos is my Normal. If I start screaming my sleep, do not wake me up. I will attack you. <laughs> yeah, wake me up. Free me from this. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, <laughs> uh, Kenneth, thank you for dinner last night. It's nice to hear a woman's laugh in the house again. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. I thought maybe we could do it again tonight. Oh, sir, I'd love to, but I can't. Why not? Well, I have work to do. Now that the crew is gone, I like to give everything a good spring cleaning, starting in the bathroom. There's a lot of drawings of Miss Maroney eating celery that men are giving to her with their hips. This feels like <laughs> when he was describing the condoms that uh, his stepdad was using on his mom, and he's like, I know they're condoms. <laughs> Instead of the balloons, he was pretending. Mom's friend Ron. Mom's friend Ron. <laughs> I see. Another time, perhaps? I'll just be alone in a house full of... Memories. Mine is full of white cockroaches. Racist. Hi, sweetie. It's Jen and Paul, guys. I got you an early anniversary present. It's a new leash for when I walk you through the park like a dog. Weather's supposed to be nice and muddy tomorrow. What's wrong? Look, I'm the face of wool now. I need to maintain a certain image. So, we can't be ourselves? Just not in public. <laughs> What was that? We can do whatever we want here, except tonight. Mr. Gremby is coming over for dinner. Eugene Gremby from the Wool Council tonight? <laughs> the fact that he fucking knows him. I just wanted to meet you and see us together. Then he'll get it. He'll get what we have. But the Grembys are pretty conservative. Maybe you should change. He's in drag wearing a sensible blouse. Really? This is a conservative top, Jenna. And I hate to be stereotypical. But I say to me, hate? Wow. And I hate to be a stereotypical man. <laughs> That's it. But this is my home, and I want to wear this blouse. Paul, please, you need to change. Okay, I'll change. I'll cancel the center for tonight. Tell him he won't need to come and sit on us after all. Mr. Donaghy, where are my clothes? Sherry must have put them in the wash while you were showering. Now, give us a twirl. This is not right, sir. Now, what do you say you put on some of Avery's perfume and we head over to Strawberry Fields and whip pennies at the drum circle? I don't like to swear, sir, but no, thank you. Now, maybe I haven't had a wife who was kidnapped, but I have seen the Brady Bunch where Tiger runs away. We've all been through some bad stuff, Mr. Donaghy. I had the perfect woman. Gorgeous, brilliant. Always let me be the hat in Monopoly. Why is this happening to me? God, are you punishing me because my hair is better than yours? All right, sir, enough. You wanted me to be Mrs. Donaghy? Well, I know Mrs. Donaghy, and she is mean. She once made Rahm Emanuel cry in an airport lounge. So fine, I will be Mrs. Donaghy. And I'm gonna say, listen to me, Jack. You don't want people to pity you? Well, they should, because you're Pitiful. You think you're all alone. Boo-hoo, why can't my life be the way it was? Well, 
it can't. And you're not alone. You have a daughter you should be spending time with instead of being weird to Kenneth. He may be a chinless piece of human garbage, but he will never fill the void that I left behind. So back at 30 Rock, and Jonathan and Kenneth are having a little repartee. You just made a very dangerous enemy, Kenneth. Thanks for the heads up, Jonathan. <laughs> Do you want to come to my birthday party? <laughs> what, are you... what are you doing? That's my line. <laughs> That's my job. Uh, Jonathan volunteered to clean up so you could come over again tonight. Right, Jonathan? But sir, it's not just the bathrooms that need cleaning. That's why Jonathan's family is here. Uh, Liddy goes down at 7, so I'll see you then. Oh, my. He sees, like, some relative of Jonathan in a wedding dress. <laughs> they came from a fucking wedding. Liz Lemon! It's very loud there. Any idea when your party will be over, Trey? The party hasn't started. That's just the guy setting up. Can I borrow a cup of sugar? I'm trying to get a hummingbird to drink out of my penis. Like, I'm not endorsing it <laughs> but they do have a very long tongue to get into nectar so Aww. if you are calm down Aww. if you are into sounding which is like inserting things into your urethra I can see why that would be sounding? going to my happy place going to my okay. happy place I can't do this Tracy this is supposed to be my vacation I want to spend it learning Spanish not living next door to you I give up of course I'm not allowed to be a human being I'm a victim oh I'm sorry you didn't want to live next to your friend after all I done for you how many times have I come over and painted your apartment? Three. And by the way, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're saying we're not friends. That's fine. I don't think it'll affect my behavior next season. The sad woman has been trapped by the idiot. La mujer triste ha sido atrapado <laughs> por él. We're friends. Next year's going to be fine because we're good friends. We're spending the summer together. Great. I'll come over tomorrow morning. Well, <laughs> We're at dinner in Jack's apartment and there's been a lot of silence and his blue wolf eyes are staring deep into your soul. Well, since you've been staring at me like that for the last 20 minutes, I think I'm going to scoot out of here. <laughs> Inside you, there are two wolves. But if you know a Baldwin, there can be three. There can be seven at this point. I mean, well, those are his kids. Um, don't go, Avery. I mean... Kenneth? Sir, you called me Avery. That's your kidnapped wife's name. <laughs> what a coincidence. I haven't slept in days. I'm not really feeling like myself. You know, in the evening, Avery and I would sit together and talk. It was a nice way to unwind. Well, I bet you miss... Put on these earrings. <laughs> okay. So tell me about your day. Well, I got a soft yes from Jonathan about my birthday party. <laughs> then I went to a very uncomfortable dinner. Do you know what I did today? Tried to be strong, sat alone with my thoughts. Then I went to a wonderful dinner. Then the dinner ended? No. <laughs> so, Paul, what do you do? I'm in the restaurant business, and I really love golf playing. Is that so? What's your handicap? Well, I don't have one myself, but I do like a girl with a limp. <laughs> oh, Paul. Uh, so, Miss Granby... You're also named Eugene? Oh, no, dear. It's you, period, Jean. My first name is Eugene with a U. <laughs> she takes off her coat. It's the same blouse Paul wore before. Scandal. Oh, that's a nice blouse. It definitely goes with your eyes, don't you think, Jenna? Golf? Blouses? I'm just so impressed with how normal this dinner has been. Very wool. Enter the sitter. Greetings!
Living slaves! Who's ready to get sat on? Uh, uh, sir, I don't know who you are, but you are not wanted here. Didn't you get my text? I thought this was part of the game. We are good people who have no interest in being sat on. So don't spew your statistics on the health benefits <laughs> of weekly sittings or its wide acceptance in Eastern cultures. We are normal. And being normal is American and it's respectable and it makes us happy. Now get out of here. Well done, sir. Bravo. You handled that pervert with a plum. Very wool. To tomorrow's photo shoot. And wool. Uh, so we're back in Jack's apartment, and <laughs> they're on the couch, and Kenneth is being forcibly smooth, spooned by Jack, who tries to get up, and Jack says, Liz walks in the office, she's like, unbelievable, you're still here? It's still zero, zero, zero. To zero. I did it. I spoke. Oh, random writer. This didn't get mailed. It's her, like, court thing. What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be out in the Hamptons not getting invited to stuff? Came back for the day. Tracy lives next door to me. I can't leave. I can't stay. I'm trapped. Speaking of trapped, I got you, Lutz. Nope. Grenade. Blow myself up. Oh, my God. That's what I have to do. I can be a normal person. All I have to do is blow myself up. She tears up the document going to the court. No, Your Honor. I'm not disputing the fine. I'm refusing to pay it. Grenade. Respawn. Miss. I mean, ma'am. Read the fine print. If you don't pay, I can sentence you up to three weeks of community service. How about three months? This is a sham, your dishonor. Nay, a mockery. I put the system on trial. You can't handle the truth. I'm out of order. You're out of order. Victor Sofuentes. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. Who's Victor Sofuentes? L.A. Law. A. Played by Jimmy Smith. A. This is my favorite line. Gavel, gavel, gavel. (laughs) I lost my gavel over the weekend, but it doesn't mean that you can talk to me like that. To who? I see an empty robe. Do you honestly not see me or are you being rude? I'm being rude. That's it. 12 weeks of community service. You'll spend your whole week summer picking up traffic. Trash. Gavel, gavel, gavel. Freedom! For me. Probably not you guys. White feminism. (laughs) So Kenneth comes downstairs or just comes out. Maybe. And he's wearing a pink robe. Mr. Donaghy, where are my clothes? Sherry must have put them in the wash while you were showering. Now give us a twirl. At while twirling, this is not right, <laughs> sir. Now what do you say you put on some of Avery's perfume and we head over to Strawberry Field and <laughs> whip pennies at the drum circle. <laughs> we need to record that. That was, like, that was drop material right there. <laughs> That was what material? Drops, like, can't. Oh. Like, we should be able to press that button. <laughs> I don't like to swear, sir, but no thank you. <laughs> now, maybe I haven't had a wife who was kidnapped, but I have seen the Brady Bunch where Tiger runs away. <laughs> We've all been through some bad stuff, Mr. Donaghy. I had the perfect woman. Gorgeous, brilliant, always let me be the hat in Monopoly. Why is this happening to me? God, are you punishing me because my hair is better than yours? All right, sir, enough. You wanted me to be Mrs. Donaghy? Well, I know Mrs. Donaghy, and she is mean. She once made Rahm Emanuel cry in an airport lounge. So fine. I will be Mrs. Donaghy. And I'm going to say, listen to me, Jack. You don't want people to pity you. Well, they should, because you are pitiful. You think you're all alone? Boo-hoo. Why can't my life be the way it was? Well, it can't. And you're not alone. You have a daughter, 
you should be spending time with instead of being weird to Kenneth. <laughs> he may be a chinless piece of human garbage, but he will <laughs> never fill the void I left behind. Oh, look, here he comes now. He's going to ask me to come to his birthday party. Uh, 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 hey, Miss Tony, <laughs> you want to come down to my birthday party? <laughs> no, I can't, but I know Jack can. Get it. Get it. I get it. Here are your clothes back. Uh, Sherry, put Liddy's baby pantsuit on. I'm taking her to work with me today. All right, Mr. Donaghy. And thank you, Avery. Here's to you, Jenna Maroney. Even with your back to me, I can definitely tell it's you. <laughs> I'll turn around later. Whose voice is that? I'll turn around later. Perfect. I'll keep talking. Mm, <laughs> whoa. You know my wife, Eugene, is out of town visiting her parents' graves. <laughs> God! Maybe we could meet up later for a drink and you could show me your front. We could do that now. Paul! <laughs> and then Jenna turns around and she's wearing a wig and beard. Like a Beatles wig. Yeah. yeah. Paul doesn't have a beard. <laughs> and Jenna. Oh my God. I'm finally taking a stand after all these days. <laughs> you wanted us to be normal? Well, this is our normal. And this is what you think of your morality clause. Um, um, give me some beard. Oh, you've got some crumbs in here. Uh, eat it. <laughs> good God, Lemon. What do you say? Good God, Lemon. Good. <laughs> I did it, Jack. I got my dream vacation. You're on a chain gang. I'm outdoors. I'm wearing comfortable clothes. I'm gardening. And I'm learning Spanish. I do not know Spanish. I will not be attempting this next Well, Vuelve a tu trabajo, Limona. Esta bolsa no está llena, eh? Estoy hablando con mi amigo. De todos modos está mi tercera bolsa. Grítale a Lydia and I just went to the strawberry fields where she spat upon a white lady's dreads. It's nice to see that we're back to our version of normal. Jenna? She's being walked like a dog. Oh, Jenna, no! There you are. Bad dog. You'll go in the crate tonight. Hey, Jack. Hey, Liz. <laughs> Get sitting there with a the golf ball. Four. Hey, guys, it's me, Tracy, the black guy from work. <laughs> <laughs> Do love what it says from work. What are you doing? I hooked the ball onto a truck on the Long Island Expressway, and Tracy Jordan does not take mulligans. Good thing you had to move out of that house. Some idiot rammed his boat that I was driving into it. <laughs> And then Kenneth, from far away, looking through a telescope. You see all the good that's in them? How much capacity for love? Yes, I know. I just need more time with them. Give me more time, Jacob! I beg of you! To be continued. We're back in the writer's room. No, I see you. I'm killing myself. Respawn. Respawn. Ouch! Damn it! Hola, everyone! Are you ready for season six? Oh, my God. Wait. How long have we been here? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> what do we think? Super funny. Once again, we are close to being as funny or funnier than the episode. I think the episode is so funny, and I love the way it tied in the end with all of them together. I love a moment like that. Just like in Buffy's season three, when there's the graduation monster that they have to slay, and they all come together. If you watched it, you'd know. The mayor's a snake! I tried. There was a hair clip on the wrong side. <laughs> The first episode. <laughs> I just couldn't take it. That's fair. You did watch it. Wasn't younger. even holding hair down. It was just there, decorative. Yeah. Welcome to the. You were. You, you were in the nineties. I was in the nineties too. It was a fashion. So who won this episode? Who won this episode? Jack Jenna Brayer. I thought so. Jenna won yes. this episode. Victor Jenna Garber won this episode. Never wins anything. I love the way he played a conservative man who is secretly a slut. He always plays a conservative man who is secretly a slut. Titanic. I know Titanic. 
Alias. Alias. We can stop saying things that I say. Stop stealing my thoughts. Harpy. Silence, tricky harpy. <laughs> You're welcome. I set you up for that. I set you up for glory. Center of my world. Um, I am the sun in the solar system. I am the sun. I am the change. <laughs> I am the moment. No, this was super funny. What'd you think? <laughs> Sorry, I think I asked you that 20 minutes ago and I got sidetracked. I thought it was funny. I think that we are funny. Tracy's funny. Kenneth is really funny. Jenna and Paul are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Victor Garber has been amazing in everything he's ever done. And the whole scene when Tina Fey sounds like a little baby, whatever her name was. Yeah, that was cute. I know. The voice has me now. <laughs> Let's rate this mother trucker. Scores? 92. 91. Oh, my God. Once again, we did it. Emma is mean. Julie is in the middle. And I am a super positive optimist. I thought Malcolm was in the middle. Uh, uh. <laughs> so we've now finished season five. Two That's seasons crazy. left. It's fucking wild. Dance Like Nobody's Watching is the next one. What a fantastic episode. <laughs> We're going to take a break next week. Nick's going to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be one week off. Feel free to go back to the beginning. Or if you haven't listened to our other podcast takes all over the place, they cross over a bit here and there. We tell funny stories about TV shows we're watching. We heard a lot about Nick's vacation. If you listened to Blurg last week and you want to hear more about pre-sex party, <laughs> check out Takes All Over the Place. It was my first vacation since 2019. It's now 2022. It was worth it. <laughs> we love the show. We're so glad you love the show. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you want to send some shekels our way, you can go to jibjabdibdabnipnap.com. Patty.com slash takespod. And if you reach a certain level of subscription that helps us make it to our dreams, where these are our jobs, we get to shout out your name. And everyone gets an alliterative name except our best friend James. I'm not really sure why. Well, because James is the OG and he's the dearest. Everyone is very valuable. Um, but he's dearest James. And then we've got awe-inspiring Audrey. That still doesn't make any sense why everyone I am else- listing people's <laughs> names who are supporting us, Julie, unlike you to me right now. We also have Peerless Pam, Beneficent Bernie, Awesome Abigail, Astonishing Alicia, Lovely Lars, Amazing Anne, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. All those people and other anyone that is a subscriber on our Patreon, you also get access to bonus episodes. And this week... We discuss dick! The movie. <laughs> and Nick discusses dick the thing. And we've decided that of the three of us, he's the grossest. So, it's hope you have a great week. We'll start se- season six, because the chorus goes here. Oh, crisscross, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, I love you so much. I want to watch you in the sink like, like a, a baby. baby. <laughs> so, have a great week. We'll see you soon. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.